0: The primary purpose of the ADRC is to provide customers with unbiased information about services that will meet their needs. This includes sharing information with customers about all agencies that provide needed services. The ADRC does not endorse or recommend any specific agency or service provider, including those that have chosen to sponsor or participate in an interview for this podcast. Welcome to the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. I'm Tom from Volume 1, which presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County, with support from our sponsors, Grace Home Respiratory, and All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Here's your host, Lisa Wells.
1: Today we are discussing cleaning out the clutter. Many of us have homes full of things we've worked hard for and maybe things for our children or our own enjoyment. But some of us worked full time and had the money to purchase pretty much anything we wanted and a place to store all of our treasures. But as we age and start thinking about cutting back on our jobs or retiring altogether, it becomes clear that we no longer need that large home or that three-car garage plus a storage shed. Traveling more often and taking care of a yard and garden less becomes more attractive with every passing year. But cleaning out the clutter can be so overwhelming it can cause a lot of stress, make it difficult to focus and to concentrate. And so how do we even start? Well, joining us today is Connie Keyes from Consult and Organizer. Connie retired from 25 years in education to start her own business, Consult and Organizer. It serves the greater Chippewa Valley of Wisconsin, encompassing an area within a 100-mile radius of Eau Claire. And she provides customized organizing solutions for residential and business success and personal well-being. Thank you so much for being here today, Connie. Thank you, Lisa, for having me. You know, it's amazing how much stuff we collect over the years. I've moved several times in my life, and that has truly been the best time to get rid of stuff, but now that we've been settled for a while, things are piling up in the garage, in the storeroom, and the closets. I get tired of things, so I go out and I buy something new, but then what do I do with the old stuff? You know, that goes into storage or in a box somewhere. But I think that I'm probably not alone when it comes to thinking about downsizing. So why why should we why should we downsize?
2: Well they said obviously like you say, we have more things than we really need. Um, One big reason is to lower the maintenance of your home. Um, People say, I I hate to clean, mostly because I have so much stuff and I can't even see my floor in some of the rooms. Um, Empty nesters, uh, I think are probably, sometimes, especially if children go off to college, uh, further away um, and people start realizing that they have this great big Semi empty house, and it's not really the way they want to be. So um, they start thinking of moving, but then they look around the house and they say, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, our house is packed. What are we going to do with all this stuff? How are we even going to think about moving? Um, living closer to kids and grandkids is very common, especially as we get older. Uh, sometimes financial reasons. Um, People that maybe had a fairly high income, but now they're on a fixed income and huge taxes, the maintenance, the yard and everything um, cost money Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, keep up. And so they realized that moving to a smaller place would actually save money. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people like to move to smaller spaces near more culture, restaurants, nightlife, Um, rather than driving in from outside of town. Um, And I think we see that right here in Eau Claire with all of the apartments now down near, um, uh, you know, RCU and different places that people love to live where they can just walk to a show, walk to a a park, Yeah, that makes life a lot
1: easier when you could do those things. Absolutely. We have
2: such beautiful trails and restaurants here in Eau Claire downtown. And then oftentimes health considerations. Um, We may have to move suddenly. Um, Things happen. You know, we don't expect to get ill or um, have mobility issues, but these things happen. So downsizing can certainly uh, help people, especially... Um, maybe just moving to a single floor rather than having to go up and down stairs. So lots of lots of different reasons.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, when I think of downsizing, you know, having a huge home and years and years of stuff, you know, how how long does something like that take? You know, to to do to downsize. I mean, I think it would take a really long time. Sure.
2: Naturally, it depends on how many things we have, Mm -hmm. uh, the size of the home, but um, it's common for downsizing to take anywhere from six months up to a year or more. Oh,
1: wow. That long.
2: It's not just about deciding what to do with things, which takes a lot of time, but also we have to decide where are they going to go? And how do we get rid of these things? And typically, by the time we're downsizing, you know, we're we're not going to the gym every day, and we're not really strong. We're going to need help moving, um, help packing, and so forth. So it's start small, and give yourself plenty of time. Um, and it's it's just common sense that um, it's. Going to, it's probably just think of it as taking longer than you thought it would.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, do you think that, you know, is there, is, would you recommend a good age or maybe after, or as soon as you retire, you start thinking about that? Or what, what would you recommend? Well,
2: typically, um, some people actually say, well, do I really need to downsize? Um, and Sometimes it's not actually the best thing for you to do. Um, if you have large collections of items that you cannot part with um, and, you know, again, if, if you don't have the why downsize reasons right now, um, it's nothing that you have to feel pressured into. Um, friends and family might often gather at your home for special occasions. And now if you downsize, you know, it's like, oh, where's everybody going to go? Oh, all those Christmases we had in the big house and people came and stayed in the guest rooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you have to be really careful about uh, making those decisions. Uh, Some people need extra space to enjoy quiet, private time. Mm-hmm. And especially people now, uh, it seems like everybody in the family has their home office. Yes,
1: and that's when, a must.
2: Yeah, when you think about giving that up, whether you're retired or you're still working, and many now of our older people um, are still working. Mm-hmm. People aren't quitting or they're starting businesses. Yes, <laughs> or something yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and sometimes you know if you're in a financial position to maybe hire having things done that you used to do yourself whether it's yard work or cleaning uh, maybe some minor remodeling or something Um, so it it's it's not something you want to just automatically oh my kids are gone i have a whole bunch of stuff i have a big house so now i'm supposed to downsize Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's something that you really have to consider
1: Mm -hmm. and when you think about all this stuff you know the kids really don't want all that stuff, do they? You know, they, they. You know, I've even talked about it with my own kids. You know, what about this or what about that? They're like, you know, sure, we don't want that stuff, mom. And it's it's a it's a different generation because I think back when, you know, we were going through my mother and father in law's home and all the memories, and it's like, oh, I would love to have that. I would love to have that. But it's it's a little different today, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Um, if you, it's funny if you sit down and Google, um, Mike, our kids don't want your stuff. You will get thousands of mm-hmm. articles and all kinds of hits, and it's um, it's different. Back when you know, I'm still working with people that. Um, their grandparents remembered the depression. Mm -hmm. When you had items, you always kept them Mm -hmm. because so many people didn't have anything. And then the kids um, would inherit, if they were lucky, and they would fight over who gets the dining set and who gets the china and whatnot. And now we've been through generations of things, times when... Most of us had not only what we needed, but more. Mm-hmm. And it would be the, to the point where getting something new is like, oh, ho-hum.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, mm-hmm. So now the kids don't see having a lot of stuff as even desirable. Mm-hmm. They're looking at tiny homes. They want to um, be able to change jobs very often. And we all know now that it's the future of uh, this job, well, that job. Um, so our, our kids do not want our stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've run into with a lot of my clients is, well, I lived closest to our parents. So when they passed, I got all their stuff. And you have to stop and think, you know, I got all their stuff. Well, you know, can you just say, no, I don't want all this stuff. Well, you know, that's, I would just say no, mm-hmm. but that's hard. It is it's a very emotional time. Yes. Um, the, the things need to be gone through. Um, so it's, it again, um, there's a book out called The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. Oh, I've never heard that. That sounds really interesting. By Margareta Magnusson. She's in Sweden. And she wrote, she said, I'm somewhere between 80 and 100 years old. I'm not sure. But she wrote a book about downsizing. And it became an international bestseller And it's just hilarious. Um, The Moore Library System has several copies available. And I thought, who's gonna buy a book about death cleaning? Mm -hmm. I mean, how morbid. Interesting term to use, yes. Right, but it's one of the funniest books I've ever read. She is just hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's probably got some good information and kind of puts a maybe a little bit lighter spin on it or can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. In fact, in Sweden,
2: it's considered rude to not downsize and force your children to figure out what to do mm-hmm. with all your stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just not done. Mm-hmm. She, she said, you know. If you do that, people will talk about you after you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it wouldn't hurt for some of us to kind of start thinking in terms of that mindset. Is it really fair to our children right. to have to have them get rid of all these things that we should have gotten rid of mm-hmm. before?
1: But, you know, and some of the things that really do have some, you know, they're it's Maybe it was handed down to them or it's it's very, very hard to let go. You know, I look around in my house, some things that are just very precious to me mm-hmm. that my kids probably aren't going to want. Sure. So, so then, you know, how do you what would you recommend on how to gradually get rid of some of those things or mm-hmm. what do you do about something like that? Sure. Um,
2: of course, like you say, there's things that you are going to want to keep. Um, but. It really is important, I think, to have your kids come in and look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have, like, if maybe Christmas time or when the family gets together, say, we're going to play a game. We're going to say, um, here's what I want. And then anything that you want um, that I'm not already still using or that I want, take it now. Just mm-hmm. just take it now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's everything from teapots to clocks, and it might be just a simple thing as a, a little coin collection or something like that, something mm-hmm. that the kids really became close to mm-hmm. while they were growing mm-hmm. up. Um, so that's the best thing, because then when you go to decide what you're going to get rid of, um, it's guilt-free.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I think that can place such a, that's a whole nother topic, isn't it? All the, Absolutely. All the, <laughs> the guilt Absolutely. that might come with getting rid of some things. and Sure. And, um, maybe some kids don't get what they wanted and it could be very upsetting. Exactly. So um, can't I just give all my extra things to my kids or, you know, do we just tell them I want, you need to take this or what, you know, what do we, what do we do? Yeah,
2: um, and it really becomes hard, especially if we become ill, maybe seriously ill, and the kids are already very emotional. And so, you know, we might say, just just come and take everything. Um, they're gonna feel very uncomfortable. They're gonna feel guilty. They're going to feel guilty saying, but I don't want any of it because, you know, you're not well, maybe. Or even if you are well, then they feel like, oh, mom and dad think I'm ungrateful. You know, here Mm -hmm. we saved all of these things for you. But, you know, so it puts the kids in a very, very difficult position Mm -hmm. to have to explain to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa that, you know, We love these things and we know that you cherish these things, but you know, hopefully, they can fall back on the fact that you know, we have a small apartment, we just have no place to put these things, right? Right, and we have to be careful not to get into the trap of storage units.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Um,
2: so you know, that's a great temporary solution, but um, storage people have said that. You know, most people say, well, it's just gonna be for a couple of months and months turn into a year and sometimes two years. Mm -hmm. Um, So storage units are great, but again, be very careful. If it's a moving situation where you're in between houses temporarily, you know, great. Mm -hmm. But um, be real careful (laughs) about storage units, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: sure. Well, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and we're going to come back and hear more from Connie on uh, organizing and maybe a little bit more about what she does in her business.
0: We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Grace Home Respiratory. We're excited to have their support for the podcast because, just like us, they're locally owned and operated. If you or someone you care about needs medical equipment or supplies, Wheelchairs, walkers, hospital beds, portable oxygen concentrators, even CPAPs and BiPAPs. Grace Home Respiratory is right there to help. They're committed to helping you live a life of independence. They realize that shopping for the specialty medical products you need can be a challenge, which is why being locally owned and operated is key. They do everything in-house from their location right in Altoona. So if you have a question about billing or anything else, you know you'll be talking to someone from just down the road. Find out more about Grace Home Respiratory online at ghr-ec.com, or you can call them toll-free at 877-230-1622. Now, back to the podcast.
1: Okay, we're back with Connie Keys from Consultant Organizer, and we're talking about uh, downsizing and organizing, and one of the questions I have is, how, how do you get rid of everything?
2: That is probably something that many people don't understand when they say, I want to downsize is okay, great. I'm going to get rid of this and this and this and this. And then they look at me and say, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. Where do I you know, go? Um, we're fortunate here in Eau Claire County that, and I'm sure all counties have um, a recycling plan, um, junk, junk removal Mm -hmm. okay uh i do a lot of research online and if if anyone that has the ability to research online um, to just google junk haulers near me or something like that Um, just some examples of great places here in eau claire is first choice recycling will take all of your electronics metal all kinds of things like that. Um, Eau Claire County, and again, I'm sure all counties have a great web page on um, how to get rid of things. And they will actually list the places nearby and what they take, Uh, donation centers especially. Um, One thing that we don't often think of is if you accumulated all of your household chemicals garden chemicals
1: sure paint
2: all of these things about those things yeah and uh, unfortunately i think some people just they just give up and put them in a garbage bag Mm -hmm. which of course we do not want those things in the landfill Mm -hmm. so there are places um you know claire and all over that will take household chemicals and the things i just mentioned Mm -hmm. um and we don't realize what how many we have because they're scattered. Yeah, they're in the garage, they're in the basement, they're mm-hmm. in the storage shed, they're in the bathroom, they're in the kitchen. And so, if you start putting out some boxes and start a, just grabbing all of these chemicals and paints and solvents and um, you know bug spray and fertilizer, we don't realize how much we have. And I think we would all be astonished to see how much of that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to recycle it.
1: The proper way. Yes. Exactly. Yes.
2: Exactly. Yep. Um, donation places are wonderful. Again, uh, we are fortunate in our area to have many wonderful places to donate things that um, you know we take for granted. But especially during COVID, we were finding that um, more and more people couldn't afford to buy new items. Mm-hmm. And so they would go to the donation places and f- they were astonished at what wonderful bargains they could get.
1: So you bring up a really good point. I mean, people can, you know, you've got, yes, the kids don't want things, but maybe we can donate to um, many different organizations that could that would be very thankful to have some of these things, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. One good case in point, I think, is that
2: many of us um, love books. And many of us have kept pretty much all the books that we've Mm -hmm. (laughs) ever gotten. And we say, oh, I just can't get rid of my books. But then I remind people that, you know, there are people out there that cannot afford to buy books. And if you would donate those... Um, For example, uh, the schools have book sales. Mm -hmm. Um, Many, many organizations have book sales, and that money goes to support Mm -hmm. nonprofit
1: things. Mm -hmm. Um, And people still like... Books. I'm a. I. I need to have the the print. I need to have it in my hands. You know. I, I don't. I don't do Kindle. You know. I. I like. I like that. So people are still still reading books that way.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I had one person ask me, "Do you think books are going to go away?" And I said, "Absolutely I hope not. not. Yeah. Absolutely not." Mm-hmm. An average of thirty three thousand titles go into print every year, mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's just, you know, there's always gonna be books. They say, well, do I have to get rid of all of my books? Oh, of course not, but look at how much space you have. You know, you have one great big bookshelf, that's wonderful. But when that gets full and you start stacking them on the floor and you start stacking them on top of the bookshelf, um, that gets to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, be, be generous about saying, you know, I love this book so much. I'm going to donate it so that someone else can enjoy the book as well. Mm
1: -hmm. And, you know, throughout, throughout our county, and I'm sure many other counties say they have those little libraries, those little neighborhood libraries. So what a great place to to bring your books to something like that. So we think about, you know, downsizing now, how, you know, how much, how much do we need to get rid of? I think is a big question. Sure.
2: First thing you have to consider is if you're downsizing because you are even thinking about moving, what are you going to move to? You know, what do you have in mind? Is it going to be a a single family home? Is it going to be an apartment? Um, So picture in your mind, what is your next home going to look like? And then take a look at your stuff and be very honest with yourself. Okay. How much of this can I actually take with me? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important if you do decide uh, even what type of apartment, or you've looked at some model, whatever, model condos or something, and um, start collecting floor plans. Floor plans with, um, you know, square footage. Even if you're going from a 2,000 square foot house to a 900 square foot apartment. Well, that that's going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, so get rid of enough to comfortably fit into the next home you want to use.
1: Because mm-hmm. um, the last thing you want to do is bring bring everything and then you've, then you, I think all sure. that clutter is going to be, cause even, even more stress, sure. you know.
2: And it can be expensive because if people, pack you know movers say okay you're taking this stuff they put it all in the moving truck well they get to the place they're going to and these people all of a sudden are realizing that all that stuff is not going to fit into that new apartment and then then they're stuck Mm -hmm. and it's going to cost them money to have it taken to a storage unit to pay for the storage unit to pay the movers to take it to the storage unit so um be very very careful that before you start moving, make sure that everything you're taking with you is gonna fit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so again, a floor plan is wonderful because then you can even measure your chair, measure the floor plan. I like to cut out little squares of furniture and uh-huh. kind of play like plan a dollhouse, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and draw a scale plan. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? But you say, "Oh, I want the couch and the two chairs and this end table and da da da." da. So if you cut out little squares to scale mm-hmm. and you put that on there, and you start to realize that, oh, that'll all fit. But wait, you have to walk in between. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So um, you know, you just be practical, mm-hmm. be very, very practical. Mm-hmm.
1: So are there any um, good resources to guide people along the way? You know, where can people find help to downsize, get organized, and you know, obviously your 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 business? Sure,
2: sure. Um the first I think line of help is probably your friends and family. And the advantage to that is that if you explain to them, you know, here's what we want to do, we're gonna go from here to there. Things have to, you know, we have to downsize um, if friends and family will help you with that. Uh, it's common knowledge in professional organizing that it always helps to have somebody with you mm-hmm. to bounce ideas off of. And they might say, you know, what do you think? Should I keep this or um, just help picking things up or helping to sort things Um and of course, friends and family, hopefully, won't charge you anything. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you certainly want to start there. Um, then research the recycling companies, the junk haulers. We have some wonderful resources in our area, and I'm sure all areas. Sometimes they're hard to find, but you have to just kind of dig in there. Ask around, mm-hmm. do you know of a good mm-hmm. one thing or another? Um, Search for professional organizers, cleaning companies, movers, and other resources that specialize in downsizing, mm-hmm. and they're they're out there.
1: I remember there used to be a show. I think it was on HD HG, HGTV, and it was where people were trying to do that, and they would they would have three bins. One was a keep, a throw, and give away. Mm-hmm. Sure, bins. sure. You know, that Uh, maybe that might be a a place to maybe start. Or what would you suggest?
2: Absolutely. Um, It's it's not a one size fits all. Everybody has a little bit different way of doing things. Um, If you go online, for example, and you say, well, you know, how do I organize things Um, and you'll get all kinds of different methods, which is wonderful because not every method mm-hmm. uh, works for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sorting thing is very popular. Um, I kind of like to start with um, picking out, we go on a treasure hunt and we pick out things that this is definitely going to come with me wherever I go. Okay, so we pick out a few things and we set those aside. And then we go on to look at other items that Mm-hmm. Maybe don't you know bring us the contentment that those items use mm-hmm. um it's it's a difficult job, and it's called um when you have somebody with you, we call it body doubling and even if you just sit there and and talk just to have someone there um uh, motivates people, and motivation is a huge thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and just, you know, giving suggestions like, you know, what if we put all these over here and all, oh, that's a great idea. So because the person that's downsizing is stressed, they're anxious, mm-hmm. um, they're very nervous. What if I make a mistake and get rid of something and mm-hmm. then I'm, sure. I'm just upset with myself, mm-hmm. which is always going to happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's so many methods out there and it's just a matter of what works for you. Mm-hmm.
0: I wanna take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors, All Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Mobility challenges don't have to mean leaving the home that you love. All Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions specializes in residential and commercial elevators, stair lifts, scooters, and more. The All Star team offers a free home assessment and they can help you find the products you need to get around your home and the rest of the world safely and effectively. For example, they have more than 100 scooters in stock so you'll be sure to find one that meets your needs. You'll find All-Star right here in the Chippewa Valley on Halley Road in Chippewa Falls. And they've got locations in Hudson and La Crosse, too. Learn more by calling All-Star at 715-598-7511 or by visiting allstarmobilityllc.com or allstarelevatorllc.com. Now, back to the podcast.
1: And so if, um, you know, you, you've got a consultant organizer, can you talk a little bit about what, what all that is and how somebody could get a hold of you?
2: Sure. Um, professional organizers are kind of like, like a doctor or a lawyer where you say, oh, I'm a doctor. Well, first of all, are you a doctor of horticulture, or are you a medical Big difference, doctor? Yeah, yeah. Are you a surgeon? Are you a general practitioner? You know, so when you say what's a professional oh. organizer, um, it's easy for us to just say, "Oh, we, we just do everything. Anything you want organized, we just do that." But I think you have to be a little more specific, and you have to be willing to go with what people want. Um, not so much what you, what you want, but what the people want. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, some people just want their kitchen cupboards straightened up, and that's great. But I personally have been getting a lot of requests for help with downsizing. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the number one thing right now. And when you look at the baby boomer generation, sure. it's not surprising Um, also, unfortunately, um, there's been a lot of press lately on people suffering from hoarding disorder. And that is also a priority that I have Mm -hmm. that I've been getting a lot of requests for that. And fortunately there's a lot of training available Mm -hmm. for professional organizers who deal with people with hoarding disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very stressful. It's very rewarding if you're able to help them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's huge. So I'd say um, chronic disorganization, which is slightly different, is very, very common. Mm -hmm. Um, I just can't, yeah, I have a lot of stuff, but I just can't get it organized. And if I organize it a week later, it's just right back where it was. And so I do a lot of dealing with that.
1: So it sounds like you really tailor um, you're, you know, the whatever the person wants t- to how they're best gonna feel better and sure. be able to get what, what they need.
2: Sure, I also do, uh, I teach classes. I teach support uh, peer support groups. I have one coming up starting at the end of September. Um, there's a book called Buried in Treasures. And it's a workbook that I use for 11 uh, week classes. That I teach, I do a lot of presentations, mm-hmm. a lot of talks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's my my biggest joy is to educate people, to educate the public. Um, of course, most people have families, and the family might not understand what the client is going through well, just get rid of all that stuff. Why do you have all this stuff? And, and then it starts finger pointing and blaming. And, you know, I just, so I I also deal with families and that that is probably the toughest
1: job. Oh, yes, yes. They're
2: frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, they make the person that has the issue feel guilty. And, you know, families have a lot of issues with, that. So I, I also try to help the entire family. So do you have
1: a website that people could go
2: to? Um, (laughs) Consultantorganizer.com. It couldn't get any easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, all my contact information is on that website. So uh, I would love people to just, just start with the website Mm -hmm. go out there and see, I have blogs on there. Um, a lot of examples
1: of what Mm -hmm. I do, Mm -hmm. Um, then be sure and contact me. So that sounds like a great place to to maybe get started. So Connie, I just want to thank you so much for uh, being with me today and just talking about this because it is is an important topic. It's a big topic. You know, it's something that we all think about, maybe worry about, stress about. It can cause, like you said, family stuff, guilt, you know, all all kinds of things. But uh, just the importance of just naming it and knowing that there's um, resources available to assist. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure, thanks Lisa. Thank you.
0: Thanks again to Lisa and to her guest. And thanks to you for joining us for the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. Volume one presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County. And it's all made possible by Grace Home Respiratory and All Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Learn more about this and our other podcasts at volume1.org.